Hey everyone, welcome to the Literary Lounge. I'm Paige. And I'm Emily. And today we are reading The Measure by Nikki Ehrlich. And our drink for today is the short stringer martini. Mm-hmm. If it's you want the, kick. Yeah. If you want the um, recipe for that, you can go head over to our Instagram. The recipe will be there. For our question of the week, it is... What is your favorite pontoon drink? <laughs> Keyword pontoon. Yeah. Most um, thing ever. I honestly like, uh, well, I'm going to give you two things. One, rosé. Chilled really? rosé. Yeah, because, I mean, I just like wine in general. So you can't really do, in my opinion, like a red on a hot day. It just doesn't work well. I don't even picture wine as like a pontoon drink really? anyway. Yeah. We just drink so much wine at yeah, our do. cabin. My family's just big wine drinkers. So yeah. I, I like like a chilled rosé or for like a cocktail, honestly, like a marg. Okay. I mean, I really like the um, Trace Agaves margarita mix. Have oh, you ever- so good. Oh, you've had it before Yeah, you're me. the one who introduced me to it. Yeah. And that's like just so good on its own. Like, I mean, I always mix it with like tequila and I'll throw a lime in there, but you really don't have to like do anything else with it. Mm-hmm. So that's always like a go-to yeah. for us. So, nice. Yeah. What about you? When you're when you're not pregnant, what is your pontoon yeah. drink? Um, when I'm not pregnant, uh, I would say either like a black cherry white claw or I can't think of the name right now. Do you know like the brand that has like the pre-made margaritas that I usually always have here? It's, mm. um, let me see. I don't remember. It's not like Jose Cuervo? No, it's like in cans. Oh. I don't remember. Gosh, what is it called? Uh, oh, Cayman Jacks. Oh, the yeah, Cayman, yeah, The Cayman okay. Jack margaritas, those are literally my favorite. Like, I love those. And I always have those on the pontoon. But otherwise, I either have those or I'll have, like, White Claw, Black Cherries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Or, like, oh, or Drekkers. Those are my favorite beers. Um, It's a it's a brewery, I think, in Fargo, North Dakota. Okay. I think it's Fargo. And their beers are... They're okay. One, they're impossible to get, but they're so amazing. Like they literally taste like a smoothie. Like they have like the really? funnest flavors. Like they all have, like key lime pie, and it, like doesn't even taste like beer. It's, it just tastes like key lime pie. Yes, it's so good. Oh my god! You know, I just started craving State Fair. I oh my when god. you were I was talking just about like talking about that flavored with beer, I was like thinking about when the four of us went to the State Fair last year uh, and how we just like ate yeah. drink all things. It was wonderful. I think the Minnesota State Fair is like supposed to be like the best in the u.s right we have the most things on a stick yeah <laughs> true so there's that <laughs> i'm 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 excited to go to like eat all like the yummy food but i'm yeah. really sad i won't be able to try the beers there's gotta be like an na like there, there's gotta be maybe i'm gonna have to get like na cocktails there yeah but yeah the beers are so fun to try at the state fair they have like the best flavors like chocolate chip cookie or like they have like the mini donut beer that has like the cinnamon sugar rim. I don't think we did that one last time. Did we? I usually get it every year, so I don't know. I like that one we got. Um, it was like one of the first ones. Tequila was, Sunrise? It was like a sangria beer, wasn't it? Oh, yes. That was so good. That was like the shells. That was the best beer one. Beer sand. Yeah. Yeah. That and like the pickles that have 
like the cream cheese and sandwiched in the middle and then they're fried on the outside. Yes. That is like my jam. That, that stand is like on the way to the they're right, stand. Yeah, they're right yeah. by each other. So like stop A, stop B. Okay, I'm good. Like, yeah. I highly suggest you go to the state fair, the Minnesota state fair some year. If you're like out of state, like make a special trip. It's literally yeah, so fun. Like fly in, please. Yes. It's a blast. And all the food is so good. The yeah. beer is great. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so fun. Yeah. All anyway, a right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couple months till that happens. Yeah, but. we should go again together this year. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah. I can't I'll have wait. to live vicariously through you as you're drinking. I'll just drink all of I'll drink enough for the both of us, like I've already <laughs> been doing the last couple months. So nice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into it. <laughs> So for The Measure by Nikki Ehrlich, I think we can spend a little bit of time maybe talking about the different characters and the premise of the book. But the one thing I liked most about this book is just how thought-provoking it is. So if you agree, I think we could probably spend like majority of today's episode just kind of talking about all of that. I think that's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. I um, DNF'd this book. Yeah, which I don't know how you dnf this book. I mean, I it know. wasn't like the most amazing book that I've ever read but I don't know I just I'm like shocked that you did honestly I thought you would like it so like the premise of it I think is great but the execution of it not great like I was just bored the whole time reading it and like I had to keep rereading what I was reading and like it literally took me hours to get to page like 80 (laughs) and that's where you stopped yeah and usually I can like I could have read that book like in a day oh yeah it's like pretty quick yeah but I just yeah I couldn't do it I don't know why I feel bad like I wanted to like it like yeah I think the concept is so cool but Mm -hmm. like it's just the execution just was a miss for me yeah that's okay yeah it's your opinion I mean everybody feels differently about different books and just wasn't for you Mm -hmm. but I think there's enough there that we can definitely talk about you know just like the overarching conversation but yeah um just I guess to do like a little premise of summary of the book um if you're listening to this, in case you haven't figured it out already, we're going to spoil this book. But um, just, I guess, to talk about the beginning, all these, there's many different characters in this story that are having different experiences with, with what's happening around the world. And what's going on is that everybody that's an adult, what is it, like the age of 21 or 22? I think it's 22 and up. Okay. They receive a box, like, Just one day, everybody opens their front doorstep. They've got this box, and it says, like, the measure of your life is within. Um, And so, like, everybody's really confused at first. Like, what is going on? Like, what is this? Like, where do these boxes come from? They open their boxes, and they're finding, like, a piece of string. And everybody's is, like, kind of varying in length. Um, And they're kind of trying to, like, figure out what it means. starts to come out that, like, it's, like, the length of your lifespan, is essentially what they find out. And as the book goes on, like they find out more and more about like you can get pretty accurate with it just based on like the lengths of the strings and people passing throughout the years. Like they're able to determine pretty much like down to the day when you're going to die. That's crazy. Yeah. And so like the characters in the book all kind of have like differing situations where there's like Nina and Mara. They're a couple... Nina has a long string. She knows she's going to live like a long life into her 
older years and then Mara has like 10-ish years to live, which she really like struggles with, like knowing that she's not going to have this long life with like her girlfriend. Um, There's Ben. So he is in Mara's like therapy group. So they're both like, they have like a lifespan that's like around the same length, 10-ish years. And his girlfriend like broke up with him because she like peeked at his box with like out his permission. That's so sad. Yeah. And then is like, peace, like you're not going to live as long as me. I don't think we mentioned either. Like there's like the, it's the short stringers and the long stringers. And like the therapy group that we're talking about is like for the short stringers. Yeah. They're like a... They're like short stringers, but they're not like super short stringers. I don't know if that's like what the other group is called, but there's like a therapy group for like people that are literally going to die like within the year, like in a few years. Like there's just like different groups for different like situations, Mm -hmm. which is really sad. Yeah. Um, For those, I mean, you think that 10 years is bad, but then there's like even people that have even worse situations where they're like, holy crap, like my life is almost over. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which has got to be really hard to cope with. Yeah. Um, so then Ben and Amy. So Amy is like the little sister to Nina. Um, they start like writing letters to each other because Amy is the teacher. It's her classroom where Ben and Mara's like group is meeting. And they just like kind of start exchanging these like anonymous letters because I think Ben like writes. They have some therapy session. where They have to write something about like what's going on with them or whatever. And he accidentally like leaves it there. And then Amy finds it and like decides to respond. So they start like communicating with one another that way, which I thought was really sweet. Um, And Amy's kind of like an anomaly where she like refuses to look in her box. And she's just like, I don't want to live with this knowledge, Mm -hmm. Um, which is interesting. So anyway, those are kind of, I guess the characters that I found the most interesting (laughs) I don't know about you, but then there's like a few others. Yeah, I thought Nina and Mora were like the most interesting from yeah. what I've read. Like I said, I only read to like page 80. Yeah. But like this book, it's like very political. So like just like everything that happens, like it's not just like following like just the characters. Like it shows like the background of like what's going on like yeah politically mm-hmm. with it, which as you can imagine would get like very, very messy. There's right. like an outbreak of like people freaking out yeah. over it understandably right yep and like then, shootings like mass shootings yeah people are really upset about suicide attempts yeah their scenarios and like how the government is handling things um like some of the other characters jack and javier they're like best friends they're both like in the military javi has like a short string jack has like a longer one um jack's uncle is like one of the politicians running for president and he's competing against another man um, where, like, Jack's uncle is, like, demanding that politicians have to, like, expose, like, how long their strings are. So there's, like, that whole piece going on. The military is requiring people to, like, expose, like, the length of their strings. And didn't you say something with the military, like, how they're, like, thinking about either, like, recruiting short stringers or long stringers or, like, they're, like, deciding? I thought we talked about that one time. Yeah, so they, like, if if you have a long string, you go into the army. You can, like, be in combat and stuff. Okay. If you're a short stringer and you're, like, going to die, then they don't, like, let you. 
And so well, the story with like Jack and Javi is they switch string lengths because Jack doesn't really have the desire to like go into the field and like. Wait, how you, can they switch length? How? Like they just swap strings. But that doesn't work that way though, right? Well, their lifespan doesn't change, but yeah. what they tell oh, people, okay, they're okay, lying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they swap strings because, like, Javier really wants to, like, you know, go out and, like, fight for his country. And Jack is more like, I this isn't really, like, what I want. It's, like, kind of what my family wants of me. And so they, like, switch strings. That's so crazy to me because, like, I get, like, why the army would want to have long strings because if they send, like, a bunch of short strings in, mm-hmm. then that means, like they could die in combat much faster and they could lose like the war or whatever they're like fighting for. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. But then like, it's like guarantee. It's like, if you think about it, like it's like a guarantee. If you put long strings in there, it's like a guaranteed like win. Cause they can't die. Yeah. Which is like so weird. <laughs> also too, how people go just like absolutely nuts in this book where they get really daring with their lives. Cause they're like, I'm going to jump off a building because I can't die or whatever. Like all these people do like this crazy like things, but it doesn't necessarily mean you can't get hurt. Yeah. Like you, you can't paralyze, paralyze yourself. Like, yeah. you, that could still happen. Then you just kind of live your life, you know, like paralyzed or as a vegetable like that. That doesn't guarantee anything for you. The quality of life you don't know. Yeah. One of the stories that I was able to read, um, it was like a married cu- a couple that just got married and like i think like the wife had a short string and then the, the husband had a long string and they like tried to off each other together yeah and, and she died, died and he yeah. survived and i think he got like got paralyzed or something yeah or almost did yeah yeah that's scary to think about but they didn't like want to live without each other and then yeah that's so sad wow Ooh, heavy stuff mm-hmm um but anyway, so those, I think those are kind of like really the main characters and their stories kind of all like intertwined together. Jack actually, or Javier actually dies in combat. So because they trade he, yeah, strings, okay. that's actually how he dies, like fighting for his country. Um, they were pissed. <laughs> yeah. Did, did Javier, wait, okay, Javier is the one who died. Mm-hmm. Did Jack have repercussions for switching with him? What do you mean? Because like, if he if he was supposed to have a, if Javier was supposed to have a long string, but he died in combat, so no, he had a short string. I know, but he told the army that he had a long string, right? But he died in combat, yeah. So like, obviously, he like switched with someone. So I wonder if they like looked into that to see who he like switched with. Yeah, I mean, Jack like admitted to it or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, but. That's, like, what Javier wanted, and, like, by that point, like, he knew the day he was going to die, and he, so he was out there, like, like, I'm going to, you know, use it for good. Yeah. They use it, like, saving people, so. It's so sad. Yeah. Anyway, um, so then, I guess one other thing I'll mention, too, so you didn't finish the book, so, like, Amy and Ben are, like, writing letters to each other, and eventually, like, they meet. And they start to, like, develop a relationship. And they, like, fast forward, they get married. Like, Amy knows that Ben has, like, 10 years to go or whatever. And she's never open to her box. And they end up having, like, children together. And and they both pass in the same car accident. (gasps) So she, like, never knew when she was going to pass. And they died together. 
Wow. What yeah. is the coincidence of that? I know. Yeah. So like, so people under 22 don't get their boxes. I wonder if they get their boxes once they reach 22 because everyone's boxes got they delivered do. at the same time. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Once you, like your birthday, like the next morning it's there. So can you, cause like obviously very unfortunately there's kids that like get cancer and stuff. Can you die before then and just not know? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you like get a box earlier cause you're like, you know, going to die as a child. Like I was just, yeah. Like that's, that's interesting though. I guess I didn't think about that. Another thing I thought of too was just like how, I mean, obviously this isn't realistic, mm-hmm. but like I was just thinking about it realistically, like if it were to happen and I was like, okay, so if there's like a plane crash, mm-hmm. usually there's no survivors in that. Like, so like it's pretty detri- detrimental. Yeah. yeah. So then the chances that everyone on that plane, our short stringers are also very, very slim. So then I'm like thinking like, okay, so if there was a plane crash, usually there's no survivors. Mm-hmm. But there has to be long strings and short strings on there. I was just like thinking like how that would work. I mean, it wouldn't. Not necessarily because that's fate that all those people are going to pass. I mean, this is like sad to talk about. But so like, you think it'd be fate that they're all short stringers? They all would be because that's what's supposed to happen. But there's so many people on a plane. <laughs> well, I think it's like, it's not so much this string as it is what fate. fate. So yeah. fate is like these this plane's going to go down. So just by chance, all of those people would be short stringers. I mean, I don't know how often plane crashes ha- happen in a year around the world. Yeah, not, not many. You're like safer in a car. Or no, sorry, you're safer in a plane than you're in a car. Okay. Just with like how more car accidents happen than plane crashes. Yeah. I don't, I was just like thinking like weird stuff like that. Oh my like, God though, yeah. That's... Like mass like shootings or like just, you know, like just yeah. stuff that where there's so many people together. Yeah. Or like a bombing, like not trigger warning 9-11, but like, for example, like if something like 9-11 happened again, mm-hmm. like the chances that all those people were short stringers in that one building you know, they would be though, because that's like, <sighs> it's just like, fate, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just that's like where my mind was at, like trying to like process that. I mean, when they're able to like pin down like about you know the day you're gonna die or whatever, like I wouldn't get on an airplane, but it doesn't really matter because you're still gonna die. Like fate will find other ways to, well, if make it happen. In the beginning, so like where I stopped, they didn't know how long you would have. I wouldn't get on a plane then, but like. Once they figure it out, like, down to the day, mm-hmm. then you're fine to get on a plane. Because well, it can't happen sooner than the day that... No, but I mean, like, if it was the day you were going to die and you were getting oh, on a plane, yeah, you're no. like, I'm... Yeah. I would try to find the easiest way out. I'd stay home and then hopefully, like, I don't know, something... You could choke on a grape or something. Yeah, you know, like, something like that's not going to be painful. Yeah. <laughs> happen. You don't want to suffer. Through. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do anything where, like, I would know I would suffer. Yeah. God, that would be so hard. Oh, my God. This is, like, really sad. Well, anyway. Um, there's plenty to talk about with this book, though. I mean, I think... Mm-hmm. So you DNF'd this book. You you didn't really care about... It was more like the storylines of the people that we were kind of, like, not yeah, vibing it was with. just... Well, it was just boring writing to me. Mm-hmm. I think, like, it could have... 
Maybe like if I, no offense to this author, I think this was the debut book for her, right? Yep. So I mean like, I, no offense to this author, I just didn't like the writing style. That's my yeah. personal preference. But like, maybe like if a different author tried it, like the same concept, but just like executed it differently and like made it more interesting to read. Yeah. I don't know. I think the writing style was just boring for me. Yeah. And like, I totally get where you're coming from because that was like, so I loved this book, but that was like my criticism towards it where it wasn't a five for me because like I thought it was really thought provoking. But again, like you said, like just the writing style or just the storylines of all these characters, it was just kind of like, I don't know if I really care. (laughs) Yeah. If I could compare it to anything, this is exactly how I felt reading it. But if you remember like reading textbooks in school that's how I like felt reading this like it was like like you you know like in school yeah like when you have to keep rereading stuff because like your mind is just drifting Mm -hmm. that's like how it was for me oh okay so and I know like I I knew it wasn't just like an off weekend for me because like yeah I just finished or why read three books in the guild series and I like cruised through those like in two days all of them yeah but like so, like, I know it just, like, it wasn't, like, an off weekend for me to read it. It just, like, literally could not. It was just the writing style. I couldn't do it. Yeah. 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 I guess, like, I didn't have trouble paying attention, but I was just, like, a little bit bored at times. Yeah. Or there were some people's storylines that I liked more than others. Like, I liked Nina, Mora, Ben, Amy. But then, like, some of the other people, I was like, ugh, their chapter again, you know? Mm-hmm. So. It's funny because usually we, like, love the same books. For the most part. Yeah, for the most part, we do. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I'm, like, shocked that you DNF'd it. I didn't think it would go to that length. Um, <laughs> I've never DNF'd, like, a book before where I, like, like I've, yeah. like, put books down where, like, I still planned on reading them later. Like, I didn't just DNF it. Yeah. But, like, this is the first book where I'm, like, yeah, I'm not reading that This anymore. isn't, like, a book you DNF, so I'm just, like, wow. But again, like you said, sometimes you get in like a certain mindset too where you're like, I'm really into Play to Prisoner series and this book is not a Play to Prisoner series and it's not giving me what I need and what I want. So it's yeah. like, I'm going to put it down, you know? I totally get that. Like where you pick up a, like right now, for example, I'm reading a book. It's pretty good. But like, I know that I, like next up for me is Glint in the Play to Prisoner series and I'm mm-hmm. super excited to read it. So the other I'm one is kind of like... It's, like, good, but I'm just, like, oh, but it's not Glint, like, you know? So I think definitely, like, where you're at with other books Mm -hmm. or if you've, like, just read a really, really good book, like, other ones, like, suffer a little bit. Yeah, I get that. I can see that. I mean, that could be part of it, too, but I I didn't go into this, like, not wanting to read it. Like, from what you've told me, like, it sounded very interesting. Yeah. And I did want to read it. Mm -hmm. So, like... It's hard to say if it was like that or not Yeah, for me, just because like I did go into it wanting to read it and wanting to like it. I didn't go in with like a negative mindset. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. We like talked about it last week and even David was like, should I read it? He, w- I feel like he would probably like it because he likes reading like, no offense, like I like some nonfiction books, but he likes reading like the boring financial books and like <laughs> autobiographies of like financial advisors and like I don't know like, oh god I, I just don't like those kind of books but like, yeah it gave me that vibe 
not anything like financial wise, but just the vibe of what I think the writing styles would be like in okay. those books. <laughs> All right. So he might actually like it. I don't know. He might. Never know. He did. Maybe actually, I should leave it here. He like randomly. I'm like, cause I kept like putting it down. I'm like, God, I cannot read this anymore. And mm-hmm. he, he like would pick it up and like read a random page. He's like, yeah, this is boring. <laughs> oh, okay. So I don't know, I guess. All right. But all right. Poyard family. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, all yeah. right. Well, I think we kind of talked about like the main characters summarized like really what this book is about. Let's like get into like the very deep, like, deep stuff <laughs> of this book. So, um, I think like the big question is, would you open it? Would you open the box? Oh, that's so hard because like we were kind of talking about this earlier. Like I would have anxiety knowing but then, like, not knowing, I don't know, like, which would be more detrimental for me. Yeah. Anxiety-wise, like, if it, if I would be more anxious, like, not opening it and then just not knowing, but then constantly wondering. Yeah. And then, like, I feel like if I didn't open it, I would, anything I did, I would constantly be like, is this when I'm going to die? Is this? Yeah. But then, like, if it, if the boxes are based on fate, it's going to happen either way. Yeah. You know? Um. But then knowing, I guess, like, you have the chance to, like, plan out your life and how you want to live it instead of, like, for example, if I was still in nursing, I am not in nursing anymore. And, like, but if I was, mm-hmm. I didn't like that job. I mean, I, like, if I opened it and I knew I was only going to have, like, a couple years left to live, mm-hmm. I would not be wasting that time doing something I didn't like or I wasn't, like, passionate about anymore. Yeah. Or that I was miserable in. So it, I think I would open it mm-hmm. just because of that. Cause I wouldn't want to live like my, the last moments of my life, like doing something I like hated. Yeah. No offense to nurses. No, it just, <laughs> it's hard work. I but, mean, you're doing more of like what you love now. So yeah, exactly. But then that's just like an example. Like if, right. so I probably would, I think, I think it would be more detrimental to me to not open it. Cause I'm just like, I'm, I feel like I'm such a type A person to an extent where, like, I need to, like, have a plan. I need to, like, know what's going on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I don't think I would open it because, well, I, I do see, like, where you're coming from where you're, like, I want to, like, plan out my life and, like, have, you know, a quality life with the time I have left. But mm-hmm. I'm just so like anxious to the point where like I'm actually like kind of a hypochondriac and so I don't know if I would be able to live knowing like I mean obviously you live to the length of your string but I don't think I'd be able to live like a quality life knowing like if my life was gonna end in the near future like yeah I just don't know if I would mentally be stable (laughs) do you think you would constantly be wondering though like if like anything you did like you went to the grocery store like do you think like this could be the time I die. I don't know. Knowing that everyone knows like when their life is going to end, that you have that knowledge. Yeah. I guess I think I would just try to remind myself that like prior to the strings being given to people and like we didn't know. Mm -hmm. And so I would like to continue to live my life the way it was supposed to be before the strings came out. So like, yeah, yeah, it would loom over me. I'm sure I would probably think about it every day. Like, oh, because I would totally take that box and shove it up in our like our creepy dirty little attic in our house because I've never been up there before and I don't plan on going up there so I'd probably just like take it and chuck it up there but I don't know 
there's kind of like two parts to this. So like I'd be freaking out about my fate, but then also Nick's fate. Yeah. Like I I think I would want to be on the same page as to like whether or not we were going to look in our boxes because not only would I freak out about myself, but I would be freaking out about his lifespan too because I don't want to lose him. You I'd know, be like freaking about grow everyone together. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I would kind of want to approach it together yeah. the same way. I agree with that. I would hope that David would want to look, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't force him to look. Yeah. I wonder if he'd let me look and just not say anything. Oh my God. There's no way you'd be able to like live with that knowledge and not like react true, a certain way. True. Very true. Like he would be like paying attention because obviously if you saw it was long, you'd be like screaming and so happy. And then if you like just didn't react, he'd be like, oh yeah, my, <laughs> my short stringer and I, I would hope his would be longer than mine. <laughs> and not mine longer than his you know yeah Aww. but so there's like another aspect to this too is like not everyone believes in fate do you believe in fate um like things are supposed to happen a certain way mm-hmm. I think so yeah I don't know like what I believe so like I kind of do but then I kind of don't so like I guess my thought process is like how you said like it's gonna happen either way it's like it's fate but then like if the boxes didn't come out would it still happen that way like if the boxes weren't a thing like could you like prevent your death you know mm-hmm. so I think it, I guess I see it in a fate, way fate where I'm always like, there yeah like, where I'm just kind of like well you even if you don't have the box that's still you're still gonna die that day like mm-hmm. yeah well, I see, so. like, I see that, like, with everyone getting the box, but, like, if the boxes didn't exist. Yeah. Like, I wonder, like, does fate still play a role? Or, like, is there a chance you could, like, prevent that? Like, I don't know. It's just if you believe in fate or not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's so many different ways to yeah. look at it, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's just making my head go. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, <laughs> you could get yourself down a very deep rabbit hole with this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so interesting, though. Um, so kind of, I guess, branching off of that, like if you opened your box, would you then tell other people? I guess there's two scenarios or rather three, right? Like you got a short string, you got a mediocre string or you got a long string. Like, are you telling people? I think if I had a long string, I would tell my family and close friends. Yeah. If I had a short string, I don't know if, like, I mean, I would be in it with my spouse, with David. Yeah. Either way. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know if I could, like, if I had a short string, like, I don't know if I could, and I was, like, destined to die before my parents, I don't know if I'd have the heart to tell my parents, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but then, like, I don't want them to, like, hate me for, like, not telling them, and then I passed away. So, I mean... That's hard. I don't know. I guess like it it all depends on the scenario. I don't know if I would. Yeah. That's so difficult. Mhm. I think some people I would tell them and some I wouldn't. What about you? Well, so I still stand with like I wouldn't open the box. But if I did if open did. the box, like if I had a short string, I don't think I would tell people other than like the people I'm closest to just mm-hmm. because I wouldn't want to go about my life 
like having people pity me all the time. It's like I already have to live with that knowledge. Yeah. I don't true. need people to like look at me a certain way to just make it worse. Like I'd tell obviously Nick, I would tell like my parents, my sister. Yeah. Her husband, you, like whatever. But like I just if I didn't have to tell work, because again, there's that whole part to it too, where like the government wants everybody to to you know disclose like how long the string is if i didn't have to do that i probably wouldn't were they forcing people to open the box and disclose that yeah for like end? certain things okay but like not certain for jobs okay yeah okay it's pretty much like the way I, so i read this book a couple months ago but the way i'm remembering it like it was pretty much public knowledge like how long everybody's string was because wow. it just came out some way shape or form Requ- required or not it was just like a thing yeah um Medium or long? Medium's kind of a hard one because it's like, how medium is it, right? Like, if it's like 10 years, it's kind of like, oh, that's a little short. Mm -hmm. But if it's more like 20, you know, then it's like, okay, you're gonna, you're gonna pass like middle age, right? Like, Mm -hmm. but, and then long, obviously, I would have no problem telling people because like all is well. But like, because like in the part that I did read of the book, um, Nina was like at work and like everyone at work was like pitying the short stringers and stuff. Yeah. Like, like you said, like I wouldn't want to like be pitied. Yeah. Or it's like, like be, it's already you know. bad enough that you have the knowledge that you're not going to make it like. Exactly. You don't need other people to be making it so much harder for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So branching off of that more, would you have children if you knew that either you or Nick had a short string? Yeah, that's a tough one. Cause like also um Ben and Amy like go through that like mm-hmm. in the book. Um, how old were their kids, do they say? I think I remember them being maybe like between the ages of five and ten. Mm-hmm. So they're like younger, but not super young, if I'm remembering correctly. But anyway, um <coughs> it would obviously have to be a conversation that like Nick and I would have together. Like if one of us had a short string and one had a long string, like does the long stringer want to raise a children, like raise children on their own for a part of the time? Like it, I think it just would depend on the scenario. Like, yeah. Um, because again, like if you're going to be left with the children, like, do you want to go through that? Do you want your children to go through that? Like, I think it's just like a case by case basis where if both of us had really short strings, Probably not. I mean, because then we wouldn't want our children to be parentless. And I would maybe rather if we both had under five years, like to just travel the world, you know, like uh, that kind of thing. So I think it kind of depends. But and then you miss out on that life aspect of like having kid. Like if you've always wanted a child. Mm -hmm. So you miss out on that, though. I know. But that's selfish, I guess, in my opinion. Yeah. To if you're both short stringers and yeah. I think I would definitely be thinking about what what would it be like for a child? What would it be like for the parent left behind? You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. What about you? I feel like that's kind of a sick question to ask me right now because I'm pregnant. I know. Yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't pregnant. <laughs> um, hypothetically, if this were to happen and I was not currently pregnant. Yeah. I'd, I would obviously have to talk to my partner about this. Like you said, um... Because, like, I don't want to deny that life event from my partner. Mm -hmm. If I were, I mean, if they were to remarry or whatever, they could. But um, 
I don't think I would mm-hmm. if one of us had a short string, even if like David were the one to have a short string and I were the one to have a long string. I don't think I could just because like, I know losing a parent is so hard for children mm-hmm. and like, I don't know if like I'd want them to go through that. Yeah. But then at the same time, like thinking about it, like if, and this would be the same concept to be applied to in David's shoes too. Like, I mean, I don't know if you'd think the same way, but like I would feel horrible. Like if David had a short string and I had a long string, like I'd want some piece of him in the world. Mm-hmm. So I would personally like want a child to like have that remembrance of him. That's true. But like at the same time, I don't want to do that to the child. Yeah. So it's, that's so hard. I know. I feel like we can speculate all day long and I feel like we both have well thought out answers to that question, but it's like, it's feel like it's like one of those things, like, unless you're really in the situation, yeah. like, what do you do? You know? Yeah. Are you like it's one so of those tough. people that like plan things? Like, oh, this is so weird, but like, I always think like sometimes like, oh, if there was like a zombie apocalypse, like, what would I do? Like, I need to have a plan. Like, you know, like. Yeah, I'm a planner for sure. Yeah. So like, I like think about these like major disasters or like events that could take place. And then yeah. like, I try to have a plan. So like, if it ever were to happen, which I believe a zombie apocalypse could happen sometime because like, yeah, all it takes is like rabies to get like, oh, you know, yeah, to like mutate. <laughs> okay. But like it's like I always just like plan for it um you're making me like want to go dig a hole in my backyard and like make a bunker <laughs> I say <laughs> I like think about like how am I like I can't afford to have a food supply right now like how am I gonna get <laughs> all we got is baby food around here yeah or like I'll think about like okay I already have a fence built but like is that gonna like like is block away the enough? zombies or like you know yeah you want to hear something like really freaking sad (laughs) so I don't think that hard about like really out there scenarios like I just I just don't go down those rabbit holes but like the first place that my mind goes when I think about that kind of thing is like what am I gonna do with Toby (laughs) (laughs) how am I gonna keep my dog away from the zombies yes I have thought about shit like that so friendly I know, but then they, they like, can't understand you, so they bark, and then the zombies come, and, like, yeah, so that, that's so true. Yeah, I've thought about, like, situations like that, too. And, like, I, as sick as this is, and, like, how common it is right now, like, trigger mm-hmm. warning, mass shootings, but, like, I always think about, like, if I were in a mass shooting, like, mm-hmm. for example, if I, like, were to walk in the Mall of America, like, I, like, always am, like, looking for, like, okay, where would I hide? Like, what would I do? Like, okay. Like just like the, like always having a plan. Um, wow. That must be very <laughs> like, like stressful in your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, like, I get it though. I do like have those moments well, again at the mall of America. Cause it has happened there yeah, before, exactly. but it's like, I do think about that. Where I'm like, Oh my God, what if it happened right now? Yeah. I've thought about that. Like at the state fair too, like just in like big, cause yeah, something. Well, that was like when all the riots and stuff were like, hap- was it? No. That was, no, they didn't have a state for that year. Something happened last year around the state for, I think there was a shooting or something. Or something happened. fired a gun or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it was actually like the night. Yeah. Because we were yeah. there. I don't know if I was there with you. I might've been there with my parents, but we were there that day. And then that night there was like a stabbing or a shooting or something. Oh my God. Yeah. It makes you just like not want to leave your house. Yeah. Right. I know this world's sick now. Yeah. It's so scary. But even like last night I woke up. So like we, clo- well, 
usually we close our door at night, but right now we like put a fan in front of the door because so the dogs can't get out of our room because Brooklyn like will bark at everything. Mm-hmm. And Brooklyn like snuck past the fan and she let out. I thought I was dreaming it, but I wasn't. And she let out just two singular barks. I woke up to it and I was like, oh my God, like did someone break into our house? And I like woke David up. I'm like, Brooklyn barked. Mm-hmm. Like some like something's wrong. And she was upstairs at the top of the stairs when she barked. So then like in my head, I was like constantly thinking like, okay, if there's a, if there's someone in our house, like I have to have a plan. Like we have nothing in here to like, oh my <laughs> like gosh. I was up for like two hours. <laughs> like, wow. It's awful. I hate, I hate it. I oh. cannot escape it. <laughs> I think it's just like the world we live in now is like turned my mind into this. Like, yeah. Sorry, guys. It's that's very (laughs) depressing. But (laughs) we've lost half of our listeners now. (laughs) You have a glimpse into my head. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Um. I'm sorry that you go through that on a daily basis. Um, It could be like right now, just like a pregnancy thing too. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of like mother hen trying to like. Yeah. No. I. I. In your. Your emotions are more like heightened and stuff. So you're just probably like your brain's just running a million miles a minute. Yeah. The apocalypse thing has always happened for me. But like lately, I feel like it's just been worse. Yeah. (laughs) I can't say that I think about that too often, but definitely like watching a zombie movie. I'm like, I probably wouldn't make it very long. (laughs) I feel like I would make it pretty long. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like I'd do something really stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen like I've all of the walking. I love zombie movies. Mm -hmm. So like I've seen like all of the walking dead. Like it depends if the zombies are like in the walking dead or if they're like in world war Z, that's a huge difference. (laughs) If they're in world war Z, there's no way I'm surviving. Oh yeah. They're like on steroids. They're like are fast. If they're slow, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Walking dead is if they're fast, I'm probably not going to be fine. Yeah. Um, but it's not just like the zombie. (laughs) This turned into a zombie talk, but it's not at that point. It's like <laughs> not just the zombies; it's the people. But that hap- doesn't that kind of happen in the book where like people are kind of like going crazy? Like there's more mass shootings. Yeah, it's it's like, kind of how society like reacts to it to like major. I mean, you could kind of call this like a major disaster, like in a way. Yeah, like like instead of like COVID or or whatever. Which I guess we could kind of talk about that too. How like a lot of people have compared like the underlying message of this book to covid which mm-hmm. like she started writing it like i think right before covid hit so i don't know if the the author was necessarily going into it thinking like this is vax vaccine versus anti-vaxxers like i i don't think that was maybe necessarily her message but you could argue that that's kind of part of it like yeah. the government you know forcing people to do certain things or like the discrimination stuff of like the short stringers like you mm-hmm. could definitely compare that to like minorities women etc like in the world like yeah just being treated differently because of something that they can't control mm-hmm. I brought this up with you earlier um this was like something I just ended on with the book before I DNF'd it was they were trying to correlate um people of color and different races to if they're a short stringer or not so like I know, for example, like just an example, but the maternal mortality rate in the U.S. is higher in black women and in Hispanic women Mm -hmm. than it is in white women. So they were trying to correlate if black people or Hispanic people or just any people of other races that could have like lower access to health care 
mm-hmm. um, would be short short stringers because they didn't have that access to health care because they're in the minority group. And, right. you know, like there is like that gap. Yeah. And they just they just don't have as many resources in their communities and stuff. And yeah. so that correlates with the mortality rate, which that yeah. makes sense. And that's very real. Sorry you know, if I'm not like explaining that correctly. No, no, I, I thought <laughs> but, I thought you did. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's definitely like, you know, she could be hinting to a lot of that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like just this, you know, the string thing might not be real, but like it, our communities and like how certain people have better opportunities than others, like yeah. that is very real. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's it's very interesting, very thought provoking. Yeah, I've said that like ten times. It's now, very political. Like it, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh my God, we talked about all kinds of things with this book. Yeah. So I guess like one last question. If you had the opportunity to know how you're going to die, not just like know when you're going to die, but how you're going to die, would you want to know? Do I know how and when or just how? Let's just go with how. Uh, not when. No. Because I guess it then you'd still live in fear because then you don't even know what's going to happen. Because like if you find out, what if the how, for example, is car accident? Yeah. Maybe, I I don't know. Could you prevent it then if you never got in a car ever again? Like probably not. You could get hit by a car. Right. So it's like, then you just live in fear of cars your entire life. Like, whereas like if you found out like you die of old age, then okay, great. Like you're going to live your life and, and do all things and, you know, that's ex- that's an exciting answer, but if you get an answer like a, a natural disaster or whatever, like you're just gonna constantly like be afraid of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'd want to live like that. I feel like that's still like that's the same concept as like knowing when you're gonna die too. Like yeah, I guess the when though is like if you know you have like ten years to live. Mm-hmm. Those first ten years, like you can live pretty fear free of like car accidents getting on a plane yeah but then like the day that you are supposed to die you're like wondering anything you do like is this it (laughs) like is this my last second on this earth I think I would almost would rather want I would rather know when rather than how because then at least like you don't have to worry about it leading up to that moment until the day of you're panicking but then it's like you know the how and it's like a very like not obvious of when you could just be constantly freaked out all the time. Mm-hmm. True. How do you, what, what do you think? Would you want to know how? I don't think so. I think I'd want to know when over how. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would constantly be living in fear, in fear of like, if it were like a or car What if it's like or choking or something? You're going to fucking eat again. Yeah, like, I'd get like a G-tube. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, I guess I'm going to have smoothies the rest of my life. Like, yeah. And then you just choke on that because <laughs> you're going to die from choking. <laughs> You'll get, like, a G2 put on, put in and then it's, like, you choke on your spit. <laughs> yeah. Like, Drink, drinking water and you, like, choke on water. Yeah. Can, is that a thing? I don't know. But yeah. Anyway. Oh, I always choke on water. I choke on my own spit. It's yeah. embarrassing. Oh, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> if you feel like, oh, my God, are has. you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. And you're, like, not even eating. Yeah. <laughs> Just randomly, like, jumping over here. Ugh. Jeez. Wow. Okay. Well, this is interesting. 
Yeah, we did go down a rabbit hole. This I time. had a feeling. That's why when you were like, I DNF this book, like, is that going to be a problem? I was like, nah. Like I said, though, I liked the concept. Yeah. But. Okay. Yeah. Just execution. <laughs> yeah. No. And that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you rate this? The, what would you rate the first 80 pages of this book? <laughs> <laughs> like a one. <laughs> oh, my God. Our first one. And it was this book. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I have to give it a one just because I had to DNF it. Yeah. But like what I did read, I didn't enjoy. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I just felt like, again, no offense to the author, but like, I just felt like it could have been executed better. Like it could be, it could have been written better, more interesting. Like for example, tender is the flesh. Crazy concept. Yes, very thought And it was executed well. Yes. <laughs> it, it was, was very it hard was, to read. It was thought provoking. It yep. it was hard to read, but it kept your attention and yep. it was interesting. It's if like it would have been done in a way like that. Look away. Exactly. No matter how morbid it was. Yeah. If it if it would have been done like that, I think I would have liked it better. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that author should like redesign this concept and like write about it, you know? <laughs> yeah, because they're both like dystopian. Yeah. They're both what ifs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. So I'm sorry, guys. You probably, if you've read this book, I'm sure you've liked it. I'm, I'm <laughs> the minority here, but I don't know. I mean, I think it had like a four average or 3.8 or something on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. I, I looked at the one stars. A lot of people actually did DNF it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, like anyone, everyone has different tastes. So if you loved it, you loved it. Yeah. If you hated it. Hated it. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not for everyone. Yeah. Just like any other book. What about you? I give it a four out of five. Um, I did like it. I thought it was thought provoking. Um, I didn't have any trouble getting through it. I do see where you're coming from with like the kind of boring storylines where again, I think I said this earlier, but I was like, there are certain people that I was just like, oh my God, I just need to get through this chapter. Like, I don't care. Like it mm-hmm. just was slow. Were you happy the chapters were short? Yeah. Yep. That kind of helps too. Yep. Um, Also, my other like criticism with it, and I don't know if it's necessarily like she did anything, the author did anything wrong, but it, so what I wanted when I picked this book was that I was more interested in the logistics of the boxes. Like, Mm -hmm. so when I read like the premise of the book before starting it, I was like, oh, is it going to be aliens? Is it going to be God? Is it going to be the government? Like, Who's putting these boxes there, right? Because yeah. I was like, how does that work? Did it Did it ever say? No. Okay. And so, and I was talking about this book with two of my work friends that also read it. And they were like, well, Emily, that's not the point. Like, and I was like, I know that that's not the point. Like, it was yeah. about the stories of these people and how they handled this knowledge. But it's like, you still want to know. I, as a reader, like, I have to know, like, was I it aliens? Sa- I thought the same thing, too. I'm like, how did these boxes come about? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'm not, it's not a criticism, necessarily, because I don't think that that's what the story was about, but that's what I wanted. I wanted, yeah. like, a little bit more sci-fi out of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, how how are none of these people, like, how are none of these 20, 21-year-olds perching themselves outside of their doorstep at midnight on their birthday, like, waiting to see how the box shows up? I'm sure they like fall asleep and then it's there, right? Yeah. Like that's maybe it was Santa Claus. Oh my god, <laughs> you can make it around the world. And yeah, one night, <laughs> right? 
Yeah. I guess I was hoping when there was all these different storylines that like one of the people that we were going to follow was like an FBI agent or somebody like looking into this. Like Mm -hmm. how is there nobody like... See, you rewrite it. That would have been more interesting. I know. I'm like, <laughs> damn, like aliens? Like, let's go. Like, yeah. I was like excited. Aliens would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I didn't necessarily dock a point for it. I was just more a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. But I still, I liked it. Um, it's going to be one of those books that I think about for a long time. Because, the you know, just really makes you think about your life and the quality of life. And yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Just needed an alien or two. <laughs> cool. Well, you've been grinding through the Plated Prisoner series. How's that going? Are you reading? I love it. Out? Yeah. Uh, I'm obsessed. I just got the fourth one in the mail today, so I'm probably going to start that tonight. Ooh. I Glow? I, I will start it tonight, let's be honest. But yeah, I think it, yeah, it's Glow. It's Guild Glint. Gleam. Gleam Glow. glow gold. It's so hard that, like... I always mix up the orders of them. Yeah. They all. Well, literally in our episode last week, I was like, which book are you reading again? Mm-hmm. The can- third one ended on such a cliffhanger too for me. Oh. So like, I'm like really excited to see. I like kind of looked ahead online to see. Really? Like, not nothing big, but just, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not to, like, I didn't give like really anything away. It's just. Mm-hmm. Something I had to know. I'm not going to say because you haven't read it yet. But yeah, I haven't even started the second one. I'm. I need to do that. I'm really excited. For we're you talking to about start that it. next week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm itching to to start it too. You'll fly through it. Are you? It's Kindle, right? You have mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, and it went really fast. The first one went really fast. Where mm-hmm. I was like the little percentage on my screen. I was like, oh shit. I think the third one is the longest. I haven't seen the fourth one yet, but the third one so far is the longest. Okay. Just get bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything else that you've read recently that you want to talk about? I just finished Legends and Lattes, which was like a book that has been on our like book club list for a while. Um, We kind of like pushed it off. Summer just gets really busy. So um, I know we'll talk about that one at some point this month. But I think we're going to do a novella on it, right? Or are we? Yeah, you and I should do a novella on it if if you're still up for reading it. See if I get there. I've missed like <laughs> book clubs since like January or no, since like March. Yeah. February, maybe. Yeah, a lot going on. Yeah. It's okay. Oops. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. You weren't feeling good for the longest time. and It's short though. Like I can do it. Yeah, it was pretty quick. I did like it. Um, I think I gave it a four out of five on Goodreads. It, you have to go into it knowing what you're getting into it's mm-hmm. not really like a big plot it's just it's meant to just be like cozy and happy and feel good like you're not getting this grand adventure even it's a fantasy book like the characters are all fantasy beings but um it's really just about how this one like the main character is an orc and she just like really wants to like open a coffee shop and it's really the book is just following her and how she does it starting from the yeah. ground up essentially um and then she gets like employees and building friendships with them and how they like slowly develop like different coffee drinks and bakery goods. It's cute. It is cute. And like the characters are so cute, but it's like, it's not like this big thing. It's not a big story. Like it's just like, if you're in it's the like mood a cozy for, read. Yeah. If you just want something like kind of happy and not like crazy, then I think 
but the key is that you have to like fantasy. Because if you're just looking for something light, but you don't like fantasy, I don't think you're going to like this book. Okay. So there is one girl in our book club that doesn't like fantasy. I wonder if she, I want to know what she thinks about it. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. This is kind of out of her, her typical list of books. So I don't know. But I mean, just with that being such a big piece of it, I feel like you kind of have to like fantasy to like be able to get through this book. Okay. Well, I like fantasy, so we'll see. Yeah. I think... I think you could like it. You just have to be like in the mood for it, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Maybe after I read, uh, what is it? Glow? Glow. Yeah. I'll read that one. Mm-hmm. While you suffer and wait for gold in December. Yeah. It's going to be a long wait. I have to have a baby before then. That's like the craziest thing. Yeah. Before that book comes out, I need to have a baby. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> That's going to come fast. Yeah. I don't know. It's I'm scary excited. to think about. I'm so terrified. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, that's our show. We covered a lot, but <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, we love hearing from you guys, whether you're commenting on our YouTube episodes, liking, um, subscribing to our YouTube channel if you like hearing from us every week. Hopefully you made it to the end here. Yeah, we hopefully did lose you didn't you log off at zombies. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we're on YouTube. We're also on pretty much every major streaming podcast platform. So you can find us there. Subscribe. Give us five-star review if you enjoyed this episode. Um, we are also on TikTok and Instagram as The Literary Lounge MN. We um, post our drinks every week. We also like post kind of summaries every month of like the books that we recapped and again sharing like our reviews on stuff and we post pictures and so um we love kind of the little community that we've started there so feel free to follow us on instagram if you want to keep up with us yeah say hi (laughs) yeah we want to know what you guys are reading because we're big readers and you know the tbr list only gets bigger as life goes on so help us out and shoot some recommendations our way so um Next week, we're talking about Glint, second book in the Plated Prisoner series, like I said. So excited to get into that. Um, But thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.